Planescape Torment, the unofficial audio series. A narrative let's play adapted and produced by Revoke GM. Combining in-game audio with additional voice acting through dialogue and descriptions to improve your listening experience. Rediscover the amazing story of the 1999 cult classic isometric video game, Planescape Torment, like you've never heard before. When you return to the market, you find it considerably busier. The peak time crowd is irritable, and the presence of well-armed guards at some of the larger stalls gives everything a prickly hostility. Surrounded by a small audience upon a makeshift podium stands a passionate orator. She has a powerful voice that carries across the marketplace, enhanced further by some magics, even cutting through the noise made by the merchants and the surrounding foot traffic. I foresee the end. A great darkness shall fall upon the city. The factions shall be cast out. Five years hence. Damnation! Where the lady's shadow falls, so do men fall. This grim-looking woman spares you a brief glance before returning to her speech on top of the stage. To the mazes they shall go. Woe be to those who listen but do not heed. Even the factors themselves shall not be spared. Her eyes have a bright silvery sheen to them, and her skin is almost golden in the peak sigil light. You can easily see how so many have become mesmerized by her and her prophecy. You, governor, a story for Jink, eh? You turn around and see a man looking at you with a strange, bug-eyed stare. His eyes are huge. So huge they look ready to pop out of his sockets and roll across the cobblestones. He nods eagerly as you approach, bobbing his head like a bird. And as you near him, you notice the smell of urine and feces that permeates the area around him. Greetings! The man sniffles, wiping his nose on his sleeve, and opens his mouth to reveal blackened, rotted gums. <laughs> Stories for coins, Sarah! Stories for coin. His breath reeks. It smells like this man has been keeping rotten meat stored inside his mouth. Who are you? The man snorts, thick with phlegm. Names. <laughs> Names. Who you are, who you are. His head does a slight twitch every time he repeats himself. Names. <laughs> Dangerous. Dangerous. He glances at the ground and stirs the dirt with his foot. Dangerous. Knowing a name or being stuck with one, both a mess of trouble. He looks back up at you. My name's a given name, not one asked for. Reek Wind. A given name. A given name. Is that your real name? Not my true name. <laughs> true name. A true name's a dangerous thing. Gives others power. He stares at you with his huge eyes and wags his finger. Keep your name secret. Keep it close. Never let it out. What do you mean? Names are like smells. <laughs> Things can track you with them. Reekwind coughs, his eyes almost popping out of his skull. 
As he does so, his cough seems to loosen his bowels, for he breaks wind loudly as if to accentuate his point. <sighs> if someone knows a true name, gives him power. He licks his lips. The power, huh? To hurt. I don't know my true name. Requin's eyes widen. Seeing his eyeballs bulge even larger makes you uneasy. Oh, then you are blessed. Blessed. Remain nameless, and you shall be as a spirit on the plains. Untraceable, untrackable, unseen, undiscovered. He smacks his gums wetly. <laughs> a name chosen, a name given. It allows others to find you and hurt you. Have you been hurt? Requind gives a twitching nod and scratches himself. Let my name slip once. Once? <laughs> Only once? Only once. His eyes film over as if the memory is painful, then glances at you uneasily. Tell you the story I can. I will, but three coppers must I see. His face splits into a smile as he says the word coppers, and his reeking breath wafts over you. Uh, very well, here's three copper. Requind gets into a stance, looks left, looks right, then faces you. His face clenches, and with a grunt, he breaks wind again. The smell nearly levels you, but he takes no notice. Cursed I walked the wards in splendor. He stands up stiffly, nose high in the air. He saunters back and forth, nodding to invisible passers-by, then freezes, his arms akimbo. Crossed paths with a crossed one. Had the looking of a pumpkin, his seeds curses. Reekwind thrusts out his belly and slicks back his hair with his filthy palm. He walks about, circling round his previous persona. All a jumble with curses this one was. With a sneer and a careless gesture, Reekwind tosses an invisible curse at the stuffy persona. Knew my name, let it slip I had. I had. All it took, took it all. He stiffens up again, inhaling deeply, then suddenly crumbles and exhales, filling the air with his foul, reeking breath. Cursed with stenches, smells, excrement. Came here to tell tales. All good for, all good for now. Now, Requind is the name. Given name, <laughs> given name. I see. I have some questions. Questions, questions. Requind hunches over, regarding you warily with his huge eyes. Answers. Answers. Tell me about the hive. The hive. <laughs> the hive. A tale I can tell. A tale I can tell. I will. But another three coppers must I see. He smacks his gums together and snorts like a pig. <laughs> Fine. Spyward. Spyward. He points to his left at the charred alley in the distance. An alley of dangerous angles. He bends his limbs in a twisted parody of one of the skeletal buildings. Not always angled. Not always burned and charred. Once alive. No longer. Flames. Fire. He flings his hands up in the air and waves them to simulate flames. The alley burned. Great smoke, ash everywhere. In the end, only skeletons of buildings left. Bones of dead buildings, bones of dead buildings. Angles, 
everywhere. Angle. He hunches forward, his voice a whisper. <laughs> Dangerous now. Bad men have set up their kip there. Kip there. He bows and breaks wind in quick spurts <laughs> like a bugle blowing. That is the tale of how a street becomes an alley of dangerous angles. How did the fire start? He makes a semicircle over his heart. A man made it so. A beast made it so. A man whom even fiends admire. Who? <laughs> a sorcerer's tale filled with madness, sadness, burning and yearning. A tale I can tell. A tale I can tell. I will. But three coppers must have seen. Without hesitation, you cross his palms with another three coppers. He hisses and cackles in a way that reminds you of a fire burning. A dangerous tale. A dangerous tale. A sorcerer there was. No simple hedge wizard this. But a mage of power. Reekwind brings his hands together reverently. A wicked smile across his face. He burned with the art, and the art burned him. The name given him was Ignis. A name respected, then feared, then hated, then punished. Reekwind gives a rattling wheeze, then claws at the air and hisses, apparently imitating Ignis. Told by one of the last great magi Ignis was. And as an apprentice, Ignis learned much, much, and nothing at the same time. He shakes his head. In his heart, his coal black heart, a fire blazed. It burned. It burned. And it hungered. He claws at his chest as if in pain. As it hungered, Ignis hungered. It was his wish to see the plains burn. Reekwind hunches down and begins to slowly stalk in the direction of the alley, a mad grin on his face. In the night, Ignis came to the alley that was to be the Alley of Angles and the fire in his eyes, the fire in his heart, both he let out. He points at the alley and flings his arms in the air, silently screaming and laughing at the same time. Flesh ran like wax, people like candles, and Ignis laughed, <laughs> laughed. <laughs> Requent crumples to the ground, his body racked with imagined pain. An evil, an evil was done. And forgotten not, forgotten not. He stands up, hunches over, looks left, looks right, what, and starts mumbling as if secretly in conference with someone. Something was to be done, be done. He stands up, stiffly, his face resolute. A punishment was decided. All the hedge wizards, midwives, rune tellers, copper pinching witches, all manner of magelings, they came. All, even those with the smallest trace of the art, to punish Ignis. Separately, they were flies. 
He makes a buzzing noise between his rotten gums. Together. Dangerous. Dangerous. He hums and raises his hands. Caught, Ignis. Granted his wish. He swirls his hands as if casting a spell. He wished to burn. They granted it. Using his own desire to fuel the casting. They made his body a door to the plane of fire. They intended to kill him. Kill him. Failed. <sighs> Failed. Requind breaks wind again, as if to accentuate the failure of the wizards. Ignis lived. Ignis lived. Only slept. Blanket of flames, flames, turned in his sleep as he burned, never happier, <laughs> never happier. He shuts his eyes, wraps his arms around himself, and turns slowly, burning, ever burning. Suddenly, his eyes snap open. One day, he will wake, and then. Then, the planes shall burn. An unfortunate tale. You know much about this place. Do you know anything about Farad? Preempting his toll, you hand him three more coppers. Requin suddenly hunches over and leers at you. He walks around you for a moment, dragging his left leg as if lame. A king. A noble tale. A noble tale. Once a man of respect, Farad was. A man, a man of goals and position. All became nothing. Nothing turned to air. Requin squints and breaks wind, filling the air with a gut-churning <laughs> smell. Turned to air and stink. A liar. A cheater, a man who twisted law, Farad was. He hunches over as if writing at his desk, then suddenly stops, afraid. Then, one day, he found that he had twisted himself. Such a liar had he become that when he died, he was to go to a horrible place. Requin shakes his head sadly, hunches over again, and looks wildly in all directions. Farad would not accept him. Would not. Would not. He had cheated others. He would cheat his fate too. He read, dug in books, and consulted seers. Requin stalks back and forth, his hand over his eyes, as if staring off into the distance. And they told him that only in trash could he find that which would let him cheat his fate. Perhaps they lied. Requin stands up stiffly and begins to fling off imaginary clothes. With every piece of clothing he throws away, he becomes more hunched. Farad threw away his position, his goals, and took up a new title. He claws at his rags, shaking them, and became a king of rags. He would rule the trash, have his subjects search it all, and find that which he needed. He shakes his head. He looks, even now, 
Even now. Uh, do you know where I could find him? Requin shakes his head again, slowly. <laughs> he lives amongst rags and trash. There you will find him. Find him. I've heard enough. Thank you. Farewell, Requin. Listening to Planescape Torment, the unofficial audio series, a Revoker GM production. To support the show and those involved, please consider subscribing to our Patreon or donating via our Ko-fi page. Links to both are in the description. Mm -hmm.